Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. This is going to be for the fifth season of Working Mums, which airs on CBC and over here in the UK on Netflix. We got the box set a couple of weeks ago. I've been slowly working my way through the 10 episode fifth season and uh, here to talk about it and what it just did so well and why it's so good and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you've not seen the fifth season of Working Mums, you haven't got to worry about spoilers here because I'm going to start off spoiler free. Just do a general chit chat about um, you know, what was so good for the season, what continues to be so good for this show and uh, then we'll get into the spoilers. <clears throat> Excuse me, then we'll get into spoilers in the second half. Uh, I thought this season was fantastic, absolutely fantastic, uh, keeps delivering the same quality that it did in the four seasons, I almost think this season's better than the previous ones just because it makes things more complicated with, there. like there is a lot of, there is quite a few plots in this season <clears throat> and quite a few uh, like character plots and character arcs and that sort of thing. And at a few different points it does feel like slightly too much. But then it gets balanced out really well. And is structured quite well. And um, not only is it a case where okay, you have a couple of like new characters that we'll get into this season. And like some other things kind of going on and stuff. But it manages to make those things interesting and makes the makes everything kind of stand out. I mean, some things you can look at as sort of a B plot or a C plot, but most things that happen in this show are A plots sort of thing, like the, the like you know front runner sort of plots for the for the season, and it deals with them really really well. They're all quite effective, they're all quite interesting, and the show just continues to be excellent. You know, in in its fifth season, for all those all those good reasons, and also carries on from what was left off from last season, like the cliffhanger with uh, Anne, um, and like obviously the big move there and stuff. Um, it it deals with those things really really well. Um, I will say that with this fifth season, you still kind of get the overall theme that um, Kate and and uh Frankie are still the the main three mother characters and then you get the gist that sort of okay Jenny's still very much there and she has for, for the last couple of seasons Jenny has had kind of her own thing and she does get involved with the group now and again but she does somewhat feel like a side character in this fifth, fifth season. But not in any sort of particularly bad way necessarily. Because um, what she's still up to is. Quite different to what everyone else is kind of dealing with and stuff. But is still quite fun. And it still very much fits in with her character. And kind of everything like that. But the shows. Oh, I, I feel like that. looking back on the first four seasons. Maybe not the first season. But the other seasons. Jenny's kind of always been a little bit more of a side, not side character, she's still very much a main character, but what Jenny's usually involved in um, usually feels like something that's that's on the side, but still feels like something interesting in it and important, and now and again she'll like connect back with the main uh, mums and, and all that kind of stuff. 
uh, for the show. So I still liked what they did with the characters this season. Still thought they did some pretty good stuff. And it gets more interesting as the season goes on. But she's still very much kind of a side... Um, char- uh, again, side kind of main character, if, if that makes sense. Because if you say side character... Like on its own, that sort of doesn't mean main character, but just what she's doing is a bit more kind of on the side per se, but still very interesting. Uh, of course, this season you're dealing with um, Lionel, Alice, and Anne's uh, move. Um, that is really interesting for the season. Introduces a couple of uh, new women as well. I'm uh, pretty sure those were all mums as well. And uh, has some really, really interesting dynamics, especially when Kate and. Um, Frankie get involved with with what's going on, and that's really really cool. Uh, Val this season is dealing with her two sons, um, and that goes for, to some very interesting places as well. Uh, so that was pretty good. Val again is Val. You kind of always were used to being a bit more on the side, I suppose. Again, kind of main character, but on the side a little bit. Um, what I mean by that is when you have people like Frankie and and Kate. What those characters are usually doing, and obviously Nathan as well, what those characters are usually doing is usually all connected together. Um, and Especially with what like Anne and Kate do this season and how Lionel kind of fits into that and everything. Um, so that still worked very much for this season. So it's, it's an odd way for the show to do something really well because some of these things that are a bit more on the side, a bit more of their own kind of thing, still very much feel like they've got a place in the show and everything and I still feel like that's really really good uh so pacing wise excellent uh, acting really good um some really just kind of uh surprising moments as well um some of those moments as well where not not in the way of cringy but you think oh god that character's like doing that thing and it's gonna you know wh- wh- whatever but in an interesting way not not in a cliched kind of way uh, again, for me personally, kind of giving me an interesting perspective on uh, um, uh, women and stuff like that, and and seeing you know kind of what they deal with in day to day life. I mean, I'm not completely oblivious oblivious to it all, but you know, I kind of live a very different life to these these uh, th- these women and these mothers and everything. So, uh, but it's it's good for me. To, I think it's good for me to get that perspective, and for anyone else who kind of isn't living the same life that they're living for them to get that kind of <clears throat> perspective as well because even in terms of like the male perspective which obviously I'd relate to more I still can't really relate to Lionel and Nathan again because they're parents and like you know they're grown men and stuff like that so they've just again they've just got kind of different lives to what I kind of have but I was still very interested in what they kind of get up to but as I'm kind of saying you know even for, even from the male point of view uh, I mean, I mean, certain things that Lionel and Nathan kind of bring up, I can like sort of relate to, um, but not everything, because uh, again, they've got like different lives to me, which I just find that more interesting actually. That they're they're like they're like different types of people to me, and they're living different lives, so it's it's not something I'm used to, I suppose. And I I said that back when I did a podcast after um. I think it was after season four. It wasn't like a review. It was just a sort of general chat about why the show's so good. Um, but it's fantastic. Really, really good for this season. So uh, that's kind of most of what I can say spoiler-free. There is a lot of spoilery stuff in this season, actually, uh, for me to get into. So I'll do that in uh, in a minute. But overall, fantastic season. 
Easy must-see, 10 out of 10 for me. Very, very easy. I probably would give that score um, to all of the seasons. I mean, I can't remember, like, everything from season 1, but I pretty much remember from the pilot right through until now being interested and, um, uh, you know, uh, invested in the show and stuff and being kind of, um, yeah, all, all that sort of thing. So... Um, it's again from what I what I can kind of remember. It's been great from the from the pilot right until now. So I'd probably give all the seasons like ten out of ten. Must see. Are they perfect? No, no piece of media is perfect, but uh, still really really good anyway. So yeah, if you've seen, I mean, if you've seen the previous seasons, obviously you want the cliffhanger from season four resolved. This definitely does all of that. Uh, if you want to see more of these characters and then developing and um, it just does a really good job with doing that and if you've not seen the season before um or if you've not seen the show before uh you can check it out on it's called cbc i think it's canadian broadcast channel i think it's called in uh the us i don't know if that's canada only i'm not sure how that how all that works um but check your streaming services again it's netflix in the uk so it could be netflix in other territories as well but but all i know at the moment is cbc for uh the us and uh, netflix for the uk so uh and good news it has been renewed for a sixth season i'm pretty sure i did look it up earlier and there was some like report saying that uh Kath- Catherine reitman i think uh uh kate uh, arguably the main character um she said that it was coming back for kind of like a next season i didn't manage to find any like Okay, Working Mums renewed for season six. It was just kind of uh, Catherine Reitman. Cause I think it's her husband that's like in charge of the show. I can't, I can't remember exactly what the the role of all that is, but uh, it's her, her husband that's got like something to do with it. I I think. Um, and so obviously you know if if she knows the season's coming back, then it's coming back. So looking forward to that anyway. Um, and uh, just another kind of little point. I think the previous seasons were thirteen episodes, and this was ten. Uh, I've always said that no season of TV needs more than ten episodes. Uh, I know that this is different. This is like a twenty-two minute thing, and sometimes with certain twenty-two minute shows, you get like thirteen episodes or something. Um, I'm guessing it was cut down a little bit due to the pandemic and stuff. Doesn't have any effect on its quality. Um, doesn't necessarily make it better or worse, but it's still the great show that I've been watching for four seasons now anyway. So, yep, highly recommend it. Must see 10 out of 10. All that, all that great stuff. Uh, let's get into a quick bit of housekeeping and then we'll go into spoilers for... Uh, this season so stick around for a minute I'm going to get into housekeeping and stuff and then we'll go into spoilers but I'll tell you when that will be see you in a minute hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, recently on Entertainment Talks, uh, speaking of um, finishing seasons, me and David this week finished our rewatch podcast for season 2 of Breaking Bad, that's season 2 episode 13. Uh, We'll be back at some point, we don't know definitely next year, just because we're not sure how things will line up with the schedules of other shows, so we can choose when we come back, because obviously the season... Uh, is available to us anyway but there's a lot of things that might be coming back next year so we're not sure where it's going to fit in plus we might have Better Call Saul which is the prequel spin-off anyway coming back so you probably will get some Breaking Bad content next year it just depends whether it's Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad so we'll see how that goes but it's only July of this year yet so we'll work that out later on Uh, but season 2 episode 13 for Becoming Heisenberg Breaking Bad did our podcast for that uh funny monsters still continuing that's for monsters at work season one episode four is the newest one for that that's on disney plus uh gaming talk this week we talked about tencent and all the um uh bad stuff going on with china and tencent getting themselves involved with other companies basically putting their dirty hands into too many pies uh so to speak so we talked about that and the newest developments there steam deck was announced as a thing it's basically a portable handheld steam games machine thing uh the design of it is awful uh we uh put an image of the design of it uh with the featured image this week so you can take a look at it yourself just looks very clunky very awkward and we'll see how that works out as well Uh, and we also talked about uh, netflix is looking to get into video games as well so see how that works out Uh, analyzing television episode 12 um which is basically for britbox talking about the uk service which has got british tv shows hence the name britbox it's also available uh in the us canada and i think australia so i talked about that and talked about kind of how it's half useless in the uk uh, because of the all four shows being available on all four so you can watch those for free and not pay for britbox 
um and it's just massive lack of exclusives and those sorts of things i talked about Britbox. uh wrote a short story this week um obviously we'll talk about Anne and her book and, and that kind of thing for this upcoming season in a minute but uh, i wrote a little story of myself or, or, of my own sorry uh, it's called the closet it's a short zombie horror story uh, lots of people have read it actually i've got a good amount of uh, positive feedback from it which is very very good if you'd like to check it out uh, you can find it on the website it will take you between a minute to two minutes to read and then there's an accompanying podcast at the top of the page um that's basically me spoiler wise going through my own story and how i got to certain parts of it and how i made it and all the kind of process of it and stuff so don't listen to the podcast for it before you read it you have to go to read it first and then uh listen to the podcast if you want to know more about that um so there's that as well uh zoe's uh extraordinary playlist um i did the return episode for season two that's season two episode one um for these always extraordinary playlist show uh cw superheroes for superman and lois um 101 so season one episode one and that is pretty much yeah pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms uh i'm gonna go into spoilers now for this um so yeah if you haven't seen the newest season of uh working mums uh, you're gonna want to click the podcast off or do whatever you need to do if you're listening on a podcast player press pause shut it off or if you're on the, on the website press back or the home page or whatever you kind of need to do because i'm going to get into spoilers now all right so let's talk about some of the main plots for this season um we've got a new character her name was i think it was Salone. Um, yeah, Salone Mitchell, and she's the one that's working with, um, uh, Kate and Anne, or eventually Anne gets, gets brought into the picture. Um, yeah, she's kind of trying to get Kate to flash the cash and all this other kind of stuff, and, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it works out, obviously it's, it's fully concluded by the end of the season, uh, Anne's got this thing, obviously she moves with uh Lionel and Alice. I can't remember exactly where to, but it's 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 somewhere else that they moved to and they kind of uproot their lives and stuff because um one of them got a new sort of job opportunity and everything. So that was very, very interesting for that particular plot line. Uh but Alice decides she sorry, Anne decides that she's gotta go back and um try to get this book deal done because she's got this book which is about parenting and involves um some things with alice obviously her young daughter uh and then she eventually gets wrapped up in the whole thing with kate and uh sloan which is very very cool um it kind of got to a point where yeah kate was like push came to shove and it was either you like support your friend and you change the cover from alice holding a gun to uh the much much better cover which was i think both of them like it was Anne and alice both sort of standing next to each other uh like smiling and stuff and uh that resolved itself very very well so i really really like that um yeah because i mean you look at some of the choices that kate made earlier on and they were going to do this app which was going to be like getting children into like gambling and stuff and um well, not gambling. It was like a, it was almost like a microtransaction thing, almost like a, what something like EA would do, I guess, or or Ubisoft or one of them, um, like corporate companies and whatever. Um, yeah, I suppose it was Kate just sort of um, being kind of 
uh, I don't know if seduced is the right word, like being kind of like pulled over to that side and like flashing the cash. And there's obviously that scene that she walks into work and she's got like five bags worth of shopping and all this fancy, uh, you know, dresses and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, all, the, all these fancy clothes and the glasses and stuff that she buys because she sees the life that Salone is living. Um, you know, with like getting steak every night and like having designer handbags and just living the flash, uh, cash sort of, um, sort of life. So I thought that was a really interesting turn for Kate. I mean, in a way, it's one of them grey area kind of things where, yeah, Kate made a bad decision with going along with what Salone was pushing in a way, which was the whole like kids game app thing that she did uh, eventually that did kind of get pushed to the side and it didn't really get mentioned too much and then and then it was just focusing on this book i suppose when Anne came into the equation because uh, kate was talking to Anne about uh what to what to do with that and everything um and then she yeah went oh uh left uh where lionel was and that and uh decided to kind of okay she's going to kind of take her own path in life I suppose which was very very interesting as well and then that kind of uh, just skewed things with Kate and Salone and what they were doing with the uh, with the business and everything which was interesting uh, so I, I liked most of that plot line that was pretty much the main like a plot line for the season uh, Nathan kind of was on the side of okay you got like you gotta kind of like choose what to do it, it was one of them situations where like okay one of her friends or family can advise Kate what to do but uh, it's it's it, it's sort of like do you pick your friend or do you pick the more like corporate option? Because the more corporate option would have been, okay, go with Salone, screw Anne over, pick this cover with the gun on it, and sort of like try to use that to ri- r- uh, rise um, sales and things. So that was uh, yeah, a very interesting dynamic certainly for Kate. I mean, Anne didn't really step into the whole business stuff. It was more about her. Uh, trying to get her book sold and that, and obviously there was the uh, the news show that she went on to and stuff, which was uh, very very interesting. So you got that that happened as well. Uh, Nathan didn't really have massive involvements this season. I mean, he was trying to sort of like put Kate back on the right path with, um, you know, hey, we got this loan and stuff like that, and oh, you you're gonna buy this like company and everything, but all of it was because of what Salone was doing. But I suppose, I mean, in a way. All of it worked out for the best because would Anne have got her book sold if it wasn't for Salone? Not really. Maybe not in the same exact way. Um, and she also wouldn't have had a reason to leave where Lionel and Alice were and go to Kate and kind of go back home and stuff. Like that probably wouldn't have happened. Um, so yeah, really, really good stuff for that. That was that was great as well. Uh, let's talk about Jenny because I'm, I'm just going to go kind of character by character. And then we can talk about some other bits and pieces, maybe. Uh, Jenny, um, I couldn't for the life of me find out the guy that she was... uh, Find out the name of the guy that she was uh, dating. I could not find his name in the characters list. Um, It's not in returning... Because I couldn't remember if he was a new or a returning character. I I honestly couldn't remember. I I feel like he's a new character. Um, Couldn't find his name in new or returning characters, like, at all. Uh, So that was a bit annoying. But, um... Yeah, basically it's her arc this season. Is like having fun with this new guy and stuff. Because there's the opening, isn't there? With, uh, I think it's episode 3. Where like they start off and they're like right in the middle of sex and everything. Um, 
and they have they have this exchange which I've never really seen in a sex scene before, which is like, no, who's gonna like hold off from like coming first? Because um, he he's sort of looking at her face or whatever, and he's like, you're gonna come, aren't you? And she's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and then, um, and then did they do it at the same time? I can't remember who actually like came first or whatever. Um, honestly, can't remember. And then the way she was like, oh, is that it? Uh, you need to drink more water. I thought kind of, it was kind of interesting. So it's uh, just a fun kind of opening scene for the episode. And uh, hey, if you're going to watch a show called Working Mums and you're not comfortable with sex, then you're not really going to kind of get on with the with the season per se. Um, I suppose more so with Jenny's character because... Like, I'm not saying she has more sex than the other characters, but her sex is shown more, I feel like. Um, and her, her whole arc this season kind of was the uh, situation at work and how she deals with this guy and, like, her feelings for him and stuff. Um, and, yeah, like, what was going on there and he's kind of bisexual and stuff and she's not really into that or not really not into it. She didn't kind of, like, understand it at first and everything. So, good, good bit of kind of education for her as well I suppose uh, then she does that scene uh, where she walks into I think it's his office and she's like there's some sort of emergency or something because he's in a meeting isn't he and uh, what was it she like takes her coat off and something she's dressed up all sexy and she's like oh come here gay boy or whatever and he's like okay what what is what is this so she kind of played that off a little bit the wrong way but um it all worked out in the end I guess um she sort of lied about being pregnant in order to keep him I suppose you know if push comes push comes to shove you tell a little lie um I mean some people would be like that's an awful terrible thing to do and it could be seen that way and I wouldn't argue against you if you feel that way um but she tries to sort of skew her way, her way around it. And obviously there's the period thing. And she says about... What was the phrase that she used? Um, wasn't drip, was it? I can't remember what she said. Like her, her reasoning for why she put a tampon in and everything. I can't remember what it was that she said. Um, and then... Yeah, he goes to take her for a surprise like visit somewhere. And it's this like... Um, not Not like a was like a clinic a clinic or something wasn't it not an abortion clinic but like a, a clinic to uh <clears throat> get a scan done and everything and she's like just about to tell him um like hey i kind of should tell you something because the baby's not coming up on the baby monitor and i remember thinking to myself in that moment i mean i've, ju- I've just finished the season about half an hour before recording this um I was like, oh, I wonder if she's going to, like, be pregnant and not really kind of know it. So not something too predictable, but just like, huh, yeah, they could kind of do that, I suppose. That's quite interesting. So they're going to have a bit of a different dynamic next season. (laughs) And uh, we'll see how all that kind of works out and everything. Um, So that was was cool with Jenny. It was was a cool plot and everything. Um, But I found their sex scene quite interesting as well, so... Um, and you kind of got that typical TV stuff of, like, she's covering herself up and everything. I don't know what the censorship rules are for CBC. Um, obviously you can show, like, certain things and that, but not, like, everything. Um, but one of the, like, because I've not really, I can't think of too many sex scenes I've seen where the people have got their clothes on during sex. Because usually it's like, 
you cut to the after after sex scene and like the woman's got a top on in the bed and the man hasn't but he's like got pants or shorts on or whatever uh but this was i can't recall seeing a sex scene that's like that that where where they've got their clothes on during the sex that was um i think that might be the first time i've seen that on on tv or on film i'm not really sure in that particular circumstance obviously there's different things where people like i don't know have have sex in different ways but um for that particular type of thing i can't recall seeing that before so i don't know maybe maybe i'm 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 forgetting certain things but that was cool for her for this season and she's obviously going to have a uh, child next season which is interesting so uh let's talk about i kind of want to combine these two things i talked about Anne already in the book and everything which was cool um lionel and alice and his uh assault um on on that boy uh i couldn't find his name here either um google's a bit sort of hit and miss certain times with like casting news like you'll get the main cast but not like some side characters and stuff Uh, yeah um so he hits the kid twice you can see his kind of trigger was set off by mentioning his daughter like that's that's just a bridge too far um yeah i mean like they're having ice cream and uh like Alice has broken up with the guy and literally like the next the next day I think it is he's already moved on with not even somebody's dating somebody he claims as a girlfriend and it's like okay he, he like he must have had that lined up either that or, he, or either that or he was probably seeing Alice and the other girl as well um cuz that's just very very quick so yeah um but yeah Lionel just gets kind of set off and makes a couple of mistakes and then you see obviously um uh at the end with uh Anne and the house and everything which Frankie set up which was cool uh yeah Anne's on the phone to Lionel and it's like hey I'm kind of in uh well wasn't in prison was he He was in like an interrogation room uh I hit him again so that's not great Lionel that's that's not great and you know as soon as he hits him the first and the second time of like you can sue him and you can like um press charges against him and because i'm not sure how young that boy was supposed to be but i'm pretty sure he was uh underage so i think i think that carries like a worse situation doesn't it because he's like the, the age that he is like i think it's isn't it classed as a sort of a minor um i think that's what it's supposed to be because uh, he, he's supposed to be around the same age of alice, as alice and i'm pretty sure that she's would be considered a minor as well because uh, i know they've got different things for uh the us and canada for like different ages and stuff like that. but I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be seen as like minors and everything so that kind of makes the situation even worse for lionel is is kind of my point um alice didn't have i mean she had some pretty good character development but not as good as maybe last season i mean uh she starts seeing boys and stuff at least for like a couple of episodes um and that's like new to Anne kind of thing and yeah so they get obviously you know I suppose it's again this is where I can't quite relate to the characters I suppose it's one of them thing of watching young kids grow up and eventually they get older and they get older and they get to uh, newer schools and obviously Alice was at a new school this season and she's going to get older to the point where she starts meeting up with other people her age and they all start mingling 
if that's the right word to use. And um, eventually she'll start seeing uh, either boys or girls. Obviously she's into um, uh, girls and stuff in, in this situation. Sorry, into boys in this situation. Um, but eventually that's going to kind of happen. And I suppose it's, I suppose for the parents, for, for Lionel and Anne, it becomes a situation where... Okay, there's like a le- an extra level of protection to consider because your uh, kid or child um, is going to start seeing people and like you have to be careful about that and like what they get up to and stuff and not just in a um, physical contact kind of way but like uh, they could get introduced to drugs and like all sorts of things could kind of happen. Obviously, in the last season as well, Alice ended up, ended up with a gun. So that's that's what I'm talking about in terms of you don't know when like you know your kids start growing up and uh, hanging out with people, what they'll kind of get up to, uh, especially when it's like new crowds of people when she's in a new school and stuff. So yeah, new 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 things for Lionel and. And to deal with. And uh, Lionel doesn't handle it in the best way. Because he assaults a minor. And you can tell. Obviously you know it wasn't like a brutal attack. It was. They were both clearly just sort of these. Reflex accidents in a way. Because uh, like immediately. It's just sort of this. Like he couldn't, hand, he couldn't handle the situation. And it was sort of. Like you just snap and you just flip out, but not flip out until the point where like you know he's got his guy on the floor and he's choking him and beating him to a pulp. Like it is, it isn't that sort of situation. Um, so I I don't think it's a situation where it's like anger issues for Lionel. It was like somebody's pushed him slightly too far and he couldn't quite handle it, and he just sort of it was really just kind of like if you look at the way because he punches the guy the same way both times. It's sort of like a very aggressive bop on the nose in a way. Like he doesn't... Because Lionel's not really very sort of... I don't know. In terms of fighting, you know, he's not quite all there and whatever. You can tell it's just sort of like... He he just kind of flicks his fist at him in a way. And it just sort of happens to hit him on the nose. So again, it's not like I'm going to put my fists up and let's like have a brawl or whatever. Um, So... Yeah, you you can tell he did it by accident, especially the second way in the first, uh, obviously the first time, and he apologises immediately. I just remembered with the first time, he's like, he's not sure what to do, and he shoves the ice cream in his face, and he like spins him around, and Alice is like, Dad, what are you doing? And, uh, uh, he's like, I, I, I don't even know. Like, he's just in the heat of the moment doing whatever kind of reflex happens, I suppose. Um, but got himself in a lot of trouble and, and is still in trouble by the end of the season. So, there was that. Uh, Val, not too much to talk about with Val. Obviously, she took care of Anne for a little bit because Anne went to visit the house, I think it was. Uh, sometimes I couldn't quite keep track of like whose house was who and that sort of thing. I think Kate and Nathan had got the most distinct houses. So, I sort of knew when the characters were there. Um, so, yeah. But... Um, yeah, Val and her two sons, obviously they kind of grew up a bit this season, and the guy that Val's seeing as well um, kind of helped with, with that and everything, which was cool. Not too much to talk about there, necessarily, but um, that was that was good for the season as well. I, I, I mean, for me, I'm talk- I talked about side characters, main characters, and all that sort of thing. Her two sons are very much minor characters for the season. 
um, and they are somebody for Bell, Bell to bounce off of in a way because uh, you only really see the boys for like five scenes maybe in the whole season um, but she's still got I mean even when they're in that situation where they're kind of trying to grow up and stuff and they like cook the meal for the mum and everything um, and then she still wants to do the motherly thing and she still made treats and stuff and uh, the one of the strangest things that she does is uh she so she cooks she she's like okay i've got you some you boys like some meals and everything after they've cooked for her and then she's like hey check these this cupboard and this cupboard and all that and she's like hey i've got a real treat for you and like hey check the cupboard and their fle- i think they're called fleshlights their fleshlights are in there okay so i have a couple of questions why would I mean, sure, you can do the thing where, like, you're tidying up their room, you open a drawer, there's a vibrator, or there's a flashlight, or, you know, some, something like that in there. Um, but, like, okay, so they, they, they had moved out into a new place. And, okay, first of all, didn't take those things with them, but their mum not only knows where they are where where the two because there's two of them almost as two boys knows where the fleshlights were but is like giving them to them in this sort of like i'm taking care of my boys kind of way uh and i'm not judging it or anything like that like it's it's fine i guess but um because it like we didn't know that the two boys had those things and then, like, okay, I've got something for you in the cupboard, and then it's revealed there, and it's sort of, it's it's quite a lot to take in in one scene, I suppose. So again, I'm not judging or anything like that. It's 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 fine, but um, just like your mum knows where your flashlights are, and like, uh, yeah, it's that's, I don't know, I don't know. And, and again, I know that parents kind of find you know those types of things in drawers when they're tidying up or or whatever, and hmm, yeah, okay, that's that that was fine. So, um, what else do we have? To, there's, I think there's only pretty much one main character to sort of mention. Um, we had uh, Frankie, obviously, this season as well. And, uh, yeah, she, she's doing all the, the house selling and everything. And uh, she introduces those three new people, doesn't she? Those sort of interns and everything. And she's teaching them, like, okay, what to say. And, like, how to sell a house to somebody. And show off, like, the features of a house and everything. And then they go up to this. I can't remember how many stories high it was. And the young guy. Decides. Okay over and over and over again. I'm going to show these people. How tough the window is. And he sort of like. As the scenes kept going on. It was like okay. Push against the window a bit harder. And a bit harder. And a bit harder. And I'm thinking like okay. He's going to break that window. And something's going to happen. And then he actually jumped at the window, or out the window, and died, obviously. Um, did he think that he was going to bounce off of the window? <laughs> or was it a case where he thought it was so strong that it would, like, be fine? Like, because you can see how the, how the, when those scenes are progressing and everything... That he's getting more and more carried away. And it's almost like when they get to that part of the, the house. 
or I suppose the flat. Uh, you, I think they call them apartment buildings or whatever in in America. We we would call them flats basically, um, in in the UK. And so yeah, he uh, like you can tell it's kind of okay. Once he gets to that room, it's like hey, look how tough the windows are, and like shows the view and everything. And just got too overconfident with it, and just jumps against the window and breaks it and falls to his death. Um, now, apart from, uh, I think it was Kate's mum in, not Kate's mum, Kate's, no, it's Kate's dad, because Kate's mum gets remarried this season, doesn't she, to, to somebody else. Apart from when she died in an earlier season, I think that was last season, actually, in season four, we haven't really had many character deaths, per se, and that was quite a sort of dramatic one, because I couldn't remember or i didn't like know whatever how high he was in the building i was like okay is he dead is he like obviously he's very very injured and you hear him kind of like scream because he's in pain uh but no he he died that was that was really quite that was one of the more surprising things of the season but again it's kind of built up very well that you can tell okay he's jumping against it next scene jumping against it next scene and i'm sure he takes like a run up and he jumps against the window and it's just go straight through it um yeah so i mean i don't know during house viewings how many times people get killed uh or not get killed but die but that was uh that was one such occasion so yeah yeah uh i think that's mostly it i mean we've got some other characters who are pretty involved you've got like sonya you've got mo daniel um, you've got, uh, was it Forrest? Yeah, it was Forrest. Yeah, I've just scrolled through the, the cast. Forrest, who was the one that Alice was, uh, dating, and then Lionel hit him. That was, uh, that was the guy's name. Uh, you've got Ian, you've got the other Alice, you've got, I think it's Gazelle, which is the one that, uh, Frankie's in the family with. You've got Richard, and then you've got Rosie, who is Kate's assistant. Uh, Bianca as well, Eleanor. Um, so you got those characters, but I mean, just wanted to focus on kind of the the main characters and talk about obviously Salone, who's the new kind of main character and stuff. So overall, a fantastic season. Can't wait to see how things play out for next season with Lionel being in uh, probably going to prison for two assaults of a minor, I think. Uh, Nathan as well. See how he handles things next season. Uh, of course, yeah, I almost forgot. Massive, massive reveal for the end of the season. Uh, so the guy shows up to Anne's housewarming party, and a uh, guy shows up. It's the guy that in the uh, earlier in the episode, um, Kate had given money to for chocolate or something, wasn't it? Um, and she's like, okay, it's kind of, like the door was open or whatever he says, and it's kind of, she's gonna say it's kind of like a family thing, and mentions Nathan and thinks that uh, Nathan might be his uh, his dad. Uh, of course, earlier in in a slightly earlier scene for the episode, we had a scene where Nathan's talking to Kate about his ex. Can't remember her name, and saying that the reason they broke up, um, she was it. She didn't want kids, or she did. I can't remember which way around that was. Uh, and obviously, Nathan did eventually want kids because he had some with Kate. Um, so it turns out she probably did have kids then, because that's probably where this child has come from. Come from. So. Yeah, so so you've got three kind of main things planted for next season. You've got Anne and her book, 
see how that does. You've got Kate and Nathan and the new child in the mix. You've got Jenny and her new child in the mix. Lionel and uh, his whatever happens there. And see how Alice deals with that and how Anne deals with that. Obviously she got the phone call. So lots of really interesting cool stuff for next season. Really looking forward to seeing how uh, how, everything, how everything plays out. So anyway, um, that was Working Mum Season 5. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I uh, can't wait to see how they handle things for next season. I uh, don't know when filming is supposed to start or whatever. Obviously you've got to write the season first and you don't want to rush that. So probably some point next year as well will be good. And I'll return again next year for season six don't know how many more seasons the show could have um but you know i suppose as they have kids and obviously jenny has a child and everything and alice grows up more and nathan potentially has another child um you know these kids are gonna grow up um Anne's book is gonna sell and stuff and there's you know always gonna be kind of developments for the show and everything so we'll see how all of it uh, works out in the future but we've got at least one more season uh, I think you could probably get a couple more seasons out of this at least I, I, I think there's a lot of things you could probably do as well um, so yeah we'll see uh, see how that goes uh, anyway that's my thoughts on working mum season five if you want if you want to let me know what you thought of this season I uh, can let me know what you think Matthew entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes so let me know what you think uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of what we do um you can go to entertainmenttalk.org and you can also find us on podcast platforms by searching for entertainment talk on the favorite podcast platform or going to entertainmenttalk.org we've got our tv video game films and nutritional podcasts as well so look out for all those um yeah, and of course, word of mouth, social media, let people know what we do and where they can find it. Either word of mouth, social media, all that kind of stuff, let them know what we do. Uh, for TV and film news, David's got you covered over on Geektown, geektown.co.uk, sorry, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Those posts on Tuesdays, those are your weekly TV and film news episodes, um, but you can find out TV and film news during the week on geektown.co.uk for all of that. Uh, so that's that for Geek Town. Uh, you can find Bex on Twitch streaming pretty much daily. Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there for all of that. Um, so there's that as well. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK, for all my different streams. And if you miss the archive streams, you can find them archived later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>